Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the best of talk of champions. Brought to you by Modern Woodman. I guess I'm going to call this like a Talk of Champions video podcast or something like that. You know how long I've been waiting to talk to you, Jamin? I think probably since, oh my God, I talked to you once or twice during recruiting, and then you broke a lot of hearts and went to Duke. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. You're good. I'm good. I'm good. So I'm I'm ready to bring those hearts back together. That's right. I know. It's been like a long journey for you to get to this place, man, where you're finally at Ole Miss. So before we get into all that other stuff, to now be here finally, how does it feel? Man, it's great to be back home. You know, our family's closer. Um, just being back home in, in the southern environment, southern hospitality, it's, it's nothing like it. You know, being back where playing with teammates I already played with, with before and just having those relationships already and just building beyond that with uh, the coaching staff and Coach Davis, it's just, yeah, I'm ready for it. You were one of the top-ranked transfers once you decided to leave Duke. Who all did you talk to? Who all did I talk to? I talked to Ole Miss in Georgia. Uh, and quite a bit of schools, actually. So quite why did Ole Miss – did Ole Miss win out because of the relationships, the past relationships and all that kind of stuff? Oh, most definitely. Just the, the job they did uh, the first go-around. Just uh, – I just remember everything they pitched to me in, in the beginning, just thinking about it. And, you know, it's another process you have to go over again. But I just knew right away where I wanted to go. Well, Duke was obviously the first stop for you. What did you learn about yourself over the course of that year playing in one of the greatest – programs in college basketball that helps you become the player that now Ole Miss is getting for the rest of your career? All right, most definitely. Like, with every year, you can learn something. So, obviously, taking away from from Duke, I, I went I went down there and just – I learned a lot from Coach K, from playing in the ACC, um, knowing how much is different from the SEC. Just playing in a different type of environment, it's just, it's just, it just helped me a lot. Well, like I said, you broke a lot of hearts, man, because you committed to Duke so late. And for a while there, Ole Miss thought, oh, God, all fans were excited, thinking, oh, Jamin's coming, Jamin's coming. So what happened? What happened? Oh, why well, I didn't come the first round? Yeah, what happened? Listen, God, I was playing yet, but he turned me back around, and I'm here now, so I'm, I'm ready to do the thing. So when you look at this team and, and the group that y'all have and obviously getting so close last year to the NCAA tournament, what do you like about this team? And do you look around and think y'all have everything you need? To be an NCAA tournament. Well, most definitely. I was I was watching a lot of the games last year, you know, just knowing a lot of players on the team last year. So and then also playing against Nas and the ACC, um, playing with um, Austin growing up, playing with Deshaun growing up, just seeing a lot of those guys around throughout basketball, uh, just growing up. It just helps. Like, obviously, this year I know a lot of their games already. So just coming into it makes it much easier. And, and how we bond, we just shoot for, shoot for the stars from there. Yeah, typically whenever a player moves to another school, there's this transition, you know, this awkward transition where you got to get to know everybody again, gets to get to know the campus and stuff. That's not like how it is for you, man. I mean, you know the players, you know the campus, you know the coaches. So has that process itself been seamless, just 
getting to know each other, getting to know these guys again or playing with these guys again, has it been pretty easy? It's been real easy. Like I said, it's like it's like going home. It's like, you know, you're away from for, at a boarding school and then you transfer back home. So yeah. It's really just, it, it's it's nothing. It's something that I I was missing. And then I finally found out that I was missing it. And I'm just glad to be back. So what are your personal goals? Obviously, getting back to the NCAA tournament, team goals, all that. You got to say those things. I get it. But for you, what are you working on? What do you want to get better with? Like, kind of what's the focus for you? I'm, right now, I'm working on being that locker room guy that is, I'm the glue guy that everybody can that can hold hold up everybody together when, when somebody's lagging. I can bring them up when somebody's real high on themselves. I can keep them level-headed. And just being that locker room guy that everybody can just be around and evolve around. He's Jamin Brakefield. Finally get to talk to you, man. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate you. I appreciate you anytime. It's another Talk of Champions video pod. I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm making it a thing. And with me is Deshaun Ruffin, Ole Miss's first McDonald's All-American signed out of high school. Hey, buddy. What's up? How you doing, my guy? I'm, I'm good. How are you? How are you feeling now great. that you've been settled in a little bit? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Um, You know, just adjusting to, um, you know, the college experience, you know, with the plays and the coaches, just – just everything, man. I'm loving it so far, though. The experience has been great. Now, you've had a little bit of a knee issue, a little banged up a little bit. You doing all right? You feeling okay? Yes, sir. I'm doing great. Um, you right. know, me and the trainer just working on, you know, making sure we get back to 100%. So, yeah, it's good, though. What'd you do? Did you, like, go out and try to take somebody on and, and pick up game or something like that, like be a dog? What'd you do? Um, Yeah, it was a pickup game, but um, it was kind of a <laughs> – yeah, yeah. It, it, it was kind of a um, – no physical injury. I mean, nobody hit me. I didn't land wrong or anything. I kind of just, you know, stepped the wrong way and it, um, and it kind of just, you know, banged it up a little bit. But I should be good. I love that competitive nature, though, that you go out there in a pickup game. You're still wanting to show just John on the street that you got it right. I mean, you signed yeah. with Ole Miss. You're McDonald's All-American. You don't have to play pickup games. Definitely, man. I mean, it, it wasn't more so about the competitive. You know, we just had got a break to go home. And, you know, I didn't want to be one of those guys who go home and, you know, just sit on their butt all day. So, you know, I just had to go to an open gym with some pro guys and, you know, get some work in. So as far as um, what you've done over the summer, getting bigger, faster, stronger, it's so generic. Everybody asks these questions. But how you feeling, man? Because a lot's been made about the size and everything. And you've always had to talk about that. I know you hate it. I know you hate talking about it. Yeah. But uh, how, how have you kind of gotten bigger, faster, stronger, all that kind of stuff? Well, first, um, you know, me, the coaching staff, the trainers, um, the nutrition lady, all of us, we just been, you know, working on my eating habits, you know, making sure I'm getting the right amount of carbs, protein, and, you know, drinking the right things, shakes and all that. Um, and mostly just, you know, having a uh, relentlessness in the weight room, you know, just going in there ready to work hard and, you know, do whatever that they need me to do and a little extra. So, um, yeah. Consensus four-star prospect, number 40 in the country, number one in the state of Mississippi, and when Ole Miss went after you and pursued you, now obviously you you showed great interest in Ole Miss early, but everybody wanted you, man. So what was that recruitment like? Um, I mean, it was hard. I mean, of course, you know, the recruitment process can be hard, but I think I had a great support system, you know, with my family and, um, you know, my coach and my old high school coach and everything. And, you know, we just felt like that, you know, Ole Miss was the best fit for me. And um, it's proven right now. Actually, I feel great in the position that I'm in here. So, yeah. When did Ole Miss kind of separate themselves? When did you know, okay, this is the spot. This is where I need to be. Um, I would say my official visit. Um, you know, I came on the official visit and, you know, just the brotherhood and camaraderie of those players and everything. It's just, you know, it made me feel like this was home. Um, it's not far away from home at all. You know, my mom can always come down. Not only my mom, just anybody in my family could come down. So I just feel like um, the family atmosphere, not only on the campus, but, you know, the people surrounding the campus also. So, 
I feel like when I took my official visit, that's when it really stuck me that this this uh, this gonna be my next home. Well, something that I've kind of talked about before is that, and I'm not saying this like this is probably not. This is probably me just being 35 and old and dumb. But it feels like you know Mississippi kids. There's not the same pool to stay in state as there used to be, right? There's not the yeah. same the sense of I, I want to stay here. Was that was that important to you? Did that matter to you that you wanted to represent Mississippi in some way? Um, yeah, Dev, you know, especially you always, you know, come in here, you know, with the thought of, you know, your, your state behind you, you know, your state, your city. So, um, it definitely, it definitely stuck with me, but more so, more so my family, you know, I, I didn't want to be far away from my family. I mean, I'm a family guy. Um, my mom, she's my everything. So I feel like me being far away from her was just, you know, probably not the best thing for me as, as just a person outside of basketball, but yeah. You got to have mom close, man. I mean, let's be yeah. honest here. If you get too far away from mom, Things can go sideways. Okay, let me ask you this because I talked this about I talked to Jamin Breakfoot about this as well. I know obviously getting back to the NCAA tournament and the team winning that's the goal. I get that, but for you with the recruiting pedigree, knowing that you want to come in and make an impact immediately to show out right in year one, what are your personal goals? What have you kind of set for yourself? Um, honestly, I I really don't have any personal goals. I mean, I, I just I'm just a winner, man. Honestly, I just want to win. And be a great leader. You know, I just want to do everything the right way and correct way. And whatever comes in the future, um, whether it's accolades or NBA draft or anything, I just I just feel like I'd be grateful for it. I'm not really – I'm just working hard, man. I'm just working hard to be a great leader and a winner. That's really See, about it. Something I think that is one of your greatest strengths, and you'll probably agree with me because it's pretty freaking obvious, is that, yeah, you're a great slasher. You're a great ball handler. You can shoot from three. There, there's so much to your offensive arsenal. But it's just the um, – dog mentality that you have that you're yeah. not afraid like you want to go at everybody does that is that yeah. a pretty fair way of describing how you want to play basketball yeah sure definitely um I mean I come from Jackson Mississippi man it's a um you know it's a dog eat dog world down there you're gonna get out the mud or you're gonna get stuck and right now I'm just trying to get out the mud honestly so yeah dog mentality you know that that's been with me for years and I feel like it's gonna stick with me you know just that having that chip on my shoulder every time I step on the court I just feel like that'll help me you know edge over opponents well, now that you've been on campus for a little while, you've seen how Ole Miss fans have responded to this football team. You know that basketball season is coming. It's coming quick. Are you itching? Are you itching to get going? You got to be, right? Definitely, man. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I just hear about it, man. I just hear about all the games last year and, you know, the things to expect. And I just feel like, um, you know, it's exciting. I just feel like it's exciting and I'm ready for it to get here. I'm just ready. He's Deshaun Ruffin. You're the man. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's another Talk of Champions video podcast. It makes no sense. Makes no sense whatsoever, but that's what we're going with. Eric mm -hmm. Vander Heiden, Ole Miss freshman Ford. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Not much. Doing good. Good. So how's the settling in process been so far? You've been on campus a little bit. Do you feel like you're home now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the last two months I've been here uh, trying to get adjusted to the team. But, yeah, the guys are great. Coach is great. Campus is beautiful. So it's been a really easy adjustment. So For Can't you. Wait. It's interesting because you were committed to another school. We won't say who, but you're committed to another school for so long, and then you yep. flipped to Ole Miss. What went into that process for you? Why did Ole Miss end up being the spot for you? So Ole Miss was really just like a big option. The like first round of me committing, and um, right when I decommitted, they were the first school to offer again, and they were one of like the first high major schools to offer in the beginning. So. With that, like, their trust in me and being from after decommitting and all that and them still really wanting me, that was, that played a big part in it. And then Coach Davis and his staff, I mean, they did a great job recruiting me. A bunch of great guys, so I just felt right at home when I came here. 
Yeah, when you decommit, it can be kind of uh, overwhelming because you just don't know what it's going to be like or who I was going to talk to. Obviously, you were a highly recruited kid. I mean, you were highly ranked, a top 200 player and all that kind of stuff. But when Ole Miss offers, it seemed like you really just focused on Ole Miss. There wasn't a lot of considering other options. Now, that could be wrong. But, like, for you, how important was it – you kind of spoke about it – to just keep that relationship and for them to show how much they just continued to want you? Yeah, no, definitely played a big role. I mean, I – after I decommitted, I think I took three days in between that and uh, committing again at Ole Miss. I mean, mm-hmm. the amount of phone calls I did receive between the two was just a lot, but I, it was easier to just, like, go through those and find out, like, yeah, Ole Miss is definitely the spot I want to be at. What particularly about Ole Miss, outside of the obvious, the relationship with Kermit and them, really drew you to Ole Miss? I mean, what, what really was the pulling and calling card for you? I mean, everything about it, being in the SEC, one of the best basketball conferences, obviously – and um, just being the school, great, like, great plays, beautiful campus, a lot of things to do around here. I mean, the guys I met were great. I knew uh, Jamie Brakefield before, so knowing him, that was another factor with him coming back. So now a lot of, a lot of uh, factors kind of playing a role, but it's just a great school overall. So I can't remember who popped first, you or Jamie. I'm pretty sure it was you, but it doesn't matter. Did you have an idea that Jamie was coming? I mean, we talked a little bit, but it wasn't like – he didn't tell me, like, yeah, I'm going to Ole Miss. But we had, like, some ah. conversations in between. Yeah, I wish I could have said, yeah. Come on, like, man. Yeah, but uh, no, nah, it wasn't like that at all. But he was like, yeah, it's a great spot. So I was like, yeah, might as well might as well pull the trigger on them too. Well, now that you've been here for two months and you've seen how these fans have responded to football, you know mm-hmm. the basketball is coming, you know the season's about to start, You're, you've settled in, you know what they're expecting out of you. They want you to make a contribution, a big one, early on. Has it met your expectations? Um, I think it's, like, exceeded in some areas. Like, when I first came here, like, the first week of in the summer, in, like, June, I went to, like, a baseball game. Mm-hmm. And being in that environment, I was like, wow, yeah, these fans really do pull for the team. So I'm really excited to go into basketball season, being in the pavilion. It's one of the best gyms, if not the best gym in college basketball. So having that packed out, having the fans behind us, I mean, it's going to be to me a whole lot of fun. Now, you haven't gotten to do the organized team stuff yet, but there's been a lot of individual instruction and stuff like that. What have they kind of focused on with you to get you better, to get you where they want you to be come season mm-hmm. time? What have you kind of focused on? It's really just playing up to that physicality of, like, the SEC play because playing in uh, North Carolina was being on my team at least. Was, a lot of things just ran through me and, like, just getting it done. So being with another, like, a bunch of other, obviously – 16 really good basketball players it's like getting used to like having to go at it every single day and just being really playing at the top level so just getting getting used to like just bringing it every day is Ole Miss got so close last year to the NCAA tournament one game short of the NCAA tournament when you look around at this team and the talent that y'all have accumulated do you see an NCAA tournament team I mean yet I haven't played a single game of college basketball true, I true. This, this team is very very good because I've played against guys like Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, like the whole Mount Verde team. So playing against them, I kind of obviously had a gauge of like how good these players were. But playing against these guys every day in practice, I'm like, yeah, we definitely do have a shot after comparing them to them. So, Well, for you, what are your personal goals? Obviously, you want the team mm-hmm. to be successful. You want to get to the NCAA tournament. We all know that. But for you, mm-hmm. what are you focusing on in terms of just what you want to accomplish? Yeah, so me and uh, Marshall Henderson always joke around. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to beat all your shooting records. My so. guy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's hopefully the goal. Uh, it's that's a high standard, so, though. That's a high standard, Eric. That's I, up I think, there. I think I think if I stay here long enough, I can definitely pull it off. So all right, 
All right. See, Marshall is a very super competitive guy. Even now that he's coached Marshall, Marshall's not going to ever let go of that record like easy, man. You know, you're going to have to really fight for that one. Mm-hmm. No, we we, jo- we joked right. around uh, about it today when we were getting up shots. And I was like, yeah, how many? How? He's like, I have the NCAA record for most three shot. And I was like, I'm not going to beat that one. I'm going to try to beat your uh, SEC most threes made. So oh, he's Eric Vanderheiden. Thank you for doing this, man. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Are you looking for a career change? Maybe COVID threw you for a loop. Maybe it's time that you did something else. Maybe you're just tired of working nine to five for 40 hours every week just to make money for someone else. Well, our phone line sponsor, Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, is looking to hire new financial representatives here in Mississippi. No background experience is necessary. You do have to be a resident of Mississippi, but what he's looking for is someone who is highly self-motivated and wants to make a difference in the lives of others. A full-time position comes with benefits such as health insurance, a matching 401k, and a pension plan. Don't wait around anymore. It's time to make a change. So for more information, feel free to reach out to Thomas Chandler today directly through Facebook or his number at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. Make the change. Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, the title sponsor of Talk of Champions. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. It's another Talk of Champions video pod. I'm Ben Garrett. He's Grant Slatton, little brother with the red hair. Hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm good. Look, I'm going to adopt that. You're just going to have to accept it. You're like your little brother now. That's like a okay. thing. Okay, just uh, hope you understand. Moving forward, Grant Slatton is Ben Garrett's little brother. Just uh, wait, that's me. You know how long I've waited for Ole Miss basketball to have a redhead sharpshooter <laughs> playing for them. So, hey, I mean, you're breaking new ground here. Hey, there we go. Love doing it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. How's everything been so far for you, man? Uh, it's been great. I'm loving the campus, loving basketball, of course. Just doing my thing. Everybody uh, is great here. So we're just enjoying life. What have you learned about yourself for the last two months of actually going through a college basketball strength conditioning program and individual instruction? What have you learned about your game? Uh, I've learned a lot, honestly. Um, I've learned how to push through adversity a lot. With this uh, this new system we're running, how everything's working, like how much stuff we're doing every day, uh, day in and day out, and just having to go 100% in every rep, it's just been a lot. For the basketball layman like myself, what system are we running here? What are we talking about? Uh, the spread offense that we're planning on running this year. Uh, it should put up a lot of points. I'm looking forward to running it. So it's, yeah. it's doing good. I can't get I can't give too much insight. Too much. You never know who's listening out there. Right. It's like the Lane Kiffin basketball version on the court kind of does. Is that what we're talking exactly. about? Okay. Exactly. Hey, yes, that's, sir. That's gonna fire him up. For you, when you think about what you want to do in year one, what kind of goals or things you've set for yourself that you want to set out to do in year one? What are you kind of focusing on right now? Uh, I'm really focusing on defense and no turnovers as a freshman. I think that's really important for anybody. So that's kind of like my main two like things right there, just being able to guard my position and making no turnovers when I have the ball. You earned 2021 six AAA Player of the Year accolades, named the runner-up 
for the 2021 Mr. Basketball in Tennessee. Who who beat you? Who beat you? How'd you finish runner up? Uh, it was Mason Miller. He beat me. His team ended up winning state, so it gave him a little boost. But it, it was a good run. It was a good run. Okay. Mason Miller or Grant Slatton 101. I mean, are you betting on yourself here? You, you know who I'm taking. I'm never okay. betting against him. Good. Okay. All right. All right. Um, as far as the strengths of your game, what you're working on, it, for Ole Miss fans who maybe don't know much about you right now outside of just the recruiting profile, how do you kind of describe people your version of Grant Slatton, your, your style of play? Uh, I can shoot it pretty well. That's Shocker. That's kind of Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> that, that's kind of the main thing. Um, then just playing my game. I don't really know how to describe it. I, I can't describe it really. But I, it's just my game, I guess. When you look around and, and you see the talent that's around you, Ole Miss got so close last year, one game away from making the NCAA tournament for the first time since the debut season of Kermit Davis. When you see the talent around you, do you see an NCAA tournament team in the making? Oh, definitely. Yes, sir, for sure. We're, we got a great squad this year. We're really tight-knit. We're playing well together already, so I'm just waiting to see what we do when it comes time. But I think we definitely have a chance at the tournament for sure. Who's helped you out the most as far as the vets? Jarkel, Ty Fagan, I know he's a newcomer, but he's a vet. Who all have you kind of been leaning on as far as advice? Uh, Robert Allen is probably – he's like my big brother of the team. So he helps me out a lot. So I came in and, like, the plays, just learning the plays, trying to get quicker at learning the plays, watching film, watching film with him. He broke down the plays in an easier way to learn. So he's helped a lot, and he's given me pointers and tips on how to play in the SEC. He's helped a lot. During your recruitment, obviously you could have gone to a number of places. Why did Ole Miss make the most sense for you? Uh, I really love the coaching staff and the atmosphere that Ole Miss has. So Kermit Davis and Coach Wynn Case and Ronnie Hamilton and Levi Watkins, they're just a really great coaching staff, really tight-knit. Um, so it just made it like a family here. So that really helped me choose Ole Miss. Well, now that you've been on campus for a couple of months now and you've seen the response to football, the fan engagement that's happened, knowing that basketball season, it's about to be here. Are you kind of itching, itching to get going, ready to get started? Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Well, the first time I saw the Grove, I was like, man, I can't wait till basketball season. <laughs> Walked out on the Grove, I think, two weekends ago, and I was just like, wow, okay, yeah. it's, it's ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. You never experienced that before, right? That was like a first for you. That was. That was the first time I had ever been to an Ole Miss football game, and then the Grove was just insane. Wow. See, I, I've grown up all around Ole Miss my entire life, and I always wanted to ask somebody who just experiences for the first time, what's it like? So you're saying, it, it does it just blow you away in that way? Like you just don't know what it's you're walking crazy. into? Yeah. And I had no idea. Everybody was hyping it up, and I thought, like, I was like, okay, they're going to be tailgating. Like, it's just no big deal. Walk out there. It's insane. There's so many people. The atmosphere is amazing. Everybody – Everybody's eager to greet you, eager to meet you. It's just awesome. What's the vibe and the confidence level of this basketball team right now? Uh, I think we're very confident. I think we're confident in a good way, not overconfident, but confident in our abilities. So it helps us a lot on the court when we're trying to make plays, going through plays. It just helps us not turn the ball over, just do amazing things on the court. And I'm excited to show Rebel Nation this year what we got. What's one thing, a secret talent, I don't know, one thing, that Ole Miss fans don't know about Grant Slatton that they're going to find out about? I don't know. Maybe you play guitar. Hell, I don't know. What, what is it? One thing. Secret talent. Secret talent. Come on. It can't I just mean, be I, basketball. I, know, I get that. I get that. Uh, I can draw. Oh, you can draw? I'm, uh, yeah. Oh, hell. 
I'm going to hold you to that now. I'm going to get you to draw I'll, something. I'll show, you. I'll show you some time. I'll show you some time, I promise. Fair enough. He's Grant Slatton, Ole Miss freshman guard. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Thank you. It's another Talk of Champions video podcast. He's Nysir Brooks, the newest Ole Miss basketball forward. Hey, buddy, what's up? Man, I'm good, man. I'm just glad to be here, to be honest with you. Just been working hard with the guys, and I really can't complain about nothing. I'm glad to be co- being coached by Coach Kerman and the staff, and it's just been a lovely experience down at Oxford. I got to be honest with you, when you popped up on the radar and ended up at Ole Miss, it was kind of a surprise thing, not because of the talent and who you are, but just that I don't think a lot of people knew that y'all were that down the road or that you were going to end up there. So why did Ole Miss make the most sense for your last stop? Um, it, just, it just made the, mo- the most sense for my last stop just because, like, I've tried I've tried going to, like, 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 like I started off in Cincinnati where it was, where it was like a, a moderate city, wasn't too big. And things just was like, things was just starting to develop in the city of Cincinnati. And then going to Miami, I just felt like, like things just was a little bit different there, like a lot more fast paced. And I just felt as though that I I lived in the South already in Dallas, Texas. And I just already, I just felt as though like my last year, I just needed to be somewhere where like, I can just like, I can just simply just focus on basketball and just be around a bunch of people who just want to play basketball and just want to win. How important were the conversations with Kermit? Because he went looking for you as in a full-on rim-protecting, dominant defensive player. Obviously, the offense is a big part of it, too. But the conversation with him, knowing that they needed what you bring, right? Like, they were focused on what you – like, you fit exactly what they were looking for. How important was that as, as far as recruiting you and talking to you and making this the last stop for you? Kermit was definitely one of the ones who, who reached out first and, and got, got in contact with me. and. One thing I could say was that I was trying to make sure I was making my last my last ride a good ride and a great decision on where I'm gonna go and finish my college career out. And he was he was real patient with me and everything just because I told him I just wanted to go through the process a little bit instead of just jumping the gun on anything. And within the the, the two weeks where I opened my name up and put my name into the transfer portal to the day I told him, I I'm ready I'm ready to come to Oxford. Yeah, because like, that's real patient with me. And I was I was real happy. I was real happy with my decision and coming here. And I had a lot of faith in him as much as as much faith as he had in me since day one, since he opened up the recruiting thing. And just we pl- I actually played against uh, Coach Kerman, the Ole Miss team. And I want to say 2019 mm-hmm. when we played down in Dustin, Florida. That's right. Yeah. yeah so it just was I like I like the style of play. He, he not he wasn't as as similar to Mick Cronin. But he was definitely an attention to detail coach and a coach that's not going to let no, like, no slippage go on. So I was very happy with my decision. Yeah, with the advent of the transfer portal, man, like it's become college basketball free agency. And for guys like you who get in there, you don't really know what's coming. And then, boom, a flurry of schools are just chasing you and talking to you, blowing up your phone and stuff like that. What's that like for people who aren't going to go through it, which is – got almost every one of us what is that like just to have to be in that process and get overwhelmed in that and how do you kind of compartmentalize it a little bit um you get overwhelmed because it it started off with a bunch of schools that like I'm not gonna say that like it started with a bunch of schools where you like you might not fit Mm -hmm. and like so you gotta you gotta cipher out a lot of those schools and then you gotta you gotta definitely get through the schools where it's like, okay, what schools are just trying to add me to their roster? Hmm. And like, then you got to cipher out what schools are trying to actually help me get to where I need to go. And I felt like Coach Kerman was, 
was the one who okay he he didn't he didn't he didn't want to only just add me to his roster but he just he wanted to build on top of me help me build on top of my game and and not even not even just my game my off the course stuff my education so it just was it just was a, it, that meant a lot to me and coaches that wasn't like bringing in that type of energy i just you, you, i just felt it and it just was like uh I really, I really don't, I really don't see myself fitting at, at any other school, but here at, the, at that point in time. You've played in 130 games at the D1 level, 62 starts, 653 points, 511 rebounds, 119 blocks. You've shot 52.2% over your career. I mean, Nasir, you've been through it, man. I mean, so typically, you know, a guy goes to a new place, there's this transition, this awkward transition, but now that you've gone through all that stuff before like you've had everything thrown at you before has it been pretty easy then to make this move knowing that you've seen it all uh I, I can say that nothing in life is easy to be honest with you so like every like most coaches run the same sets the same had to be having the same play scheme the same defensive scheme it's just you just got to learn a different terminology and different things and just learn how the coach just wants you to get the job done more, so to say. So that was the only transition I really had to make was just learning how Kermit wants me to do certain things and just starting to get like an energy of how like the team's tempo, like and get it like just more on some chemistry, on some chemistry stuff. But other than that, I, I can say like it's, it hasn't been it hasn't been too hard, to be honest with you. What's the chemistry been like with this team so far? Um, a lot, a lot of willing passers, good, good, competitive, positive energy uh, guys, and a lot of guys who just competing day in and day out. They just want to bring it. Everybody want to want to play hard, and and you play playing for Kermit, you got to play hard. Yeah. Everybody want to play hard and play together. That's the big part. That's that's the big part of why I wanted to come to Oxford because he told me his team was a together team. They have talent, they have toughness, and they have teachable talent. So it's just trying to make some trying to make some shake in the SEC. We know Ronnie, we know Wynn are really good recruiters, and the head coach has to be a good recruiter too. But what is Kermit Davis like as a recruiter? In the room, on the phone, we only see a certain side of him, right? You know, he's got that folksy, oh, it's Kermit Davis. But, like, for you, when he comes and <laughs> yeah, chases – You sound just like him. <laughs> I'm saying, Kermit, like, he chases after you. What's that like, man? You know, what, what's he like as a recruiter? Um, He – as, as a recruiter, he, he's, a, he's a guy like they got a lot of pop with him. Like he, he's oh. always high energetic. Like when I got when some I juice in, then. Yeah, he, he, he got some juice now. He definitely got some juice. Like when I come in the mornings on, on just my like my morning routine before weights, he he's he popped that door open. <laughs> he, he talks to me while I shoot just like just just trying to get me to understand like some things like that, that he might see a little bit different that I might see and just trying to get my input on things that. I see you on the court, and that, that that really means a lot to me because he he actually cares about like my input and what I have to say. What gets you more hyped, slamming one down on top of somebody's head, or just beating their crap, man, with a block? Like they're driving in and you just stuff it. Uh, uh, Come on now. Come uh, on now. See, see, see. I, I I'm not the type of person. I don't dunk over people. I dunk through them. So oh, I love that. it's like it's like it's like that. that it's like that body contact is just yeah. that that's 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 my thing. That's what that's what I love. But blocking a shot and getting the rebound and, and and scoring off the scoring off the team's turnover, that's 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 how I was made. That's what I was made of. That's how I earned my name.
So I, I gotta go. I gotta go with the block shot. I gotta go with the block shot. The team play. See, that's what I was gonna call. Okay, last thing, and I'll let you go here. When you look around, I've asked every other player this. When you look around and you see the talent, knowing Ole Miss got so close last year, one game off of making the NCAA tournament for the first time since Kermit's debut season, do you see an NCAA tournament team? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I believe I believe that we'll have we'll have enough quality wins to get to get NCAA tournament bid on to, on top of us making a good run in the SEC tournament. He's Nasir Brooks. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. You were great. Thank you, man. Thank you. Glad man. you had me. Appreciate you. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips, because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner, too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. What's your schedule looking like this fall? Don't answer that. I already know. Ole Miss Football Saturdays, right? It's all back, and you're going to be there. Well, when you're making those trips, why not go in style? In the dream car, truck, or Jeep you've always wanted. Well, the only place to go for your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep is Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Alan Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is Alan Samuels aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They're going to get you into your dream car at a price point you can afford, and the process is going to be as seamless as possible. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now. I only vouch for sponsors I truly believe in. Well, Alan Samuels has been with me the longest. I myself have bought a car from Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford, and there's no better car buying experience. Make sure to ask for Byron or Mason and tell them that Talk of Champions sent you so that you can take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. It's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford at 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. Let's be friends. It's the most wonderful time of the year. No, it's not Christmas time. It's football season, specifically Ole Miss football season. You want to be there, right? In the Grove, in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, cheering on the Rebels every single Saturday. The only way to do that is to make sure you're healthy, to take care of yourself, to have a pharmacy that you can trust. Well, there's only one pharmacy in Oxford, Mississippi that can do just that. Cheney's Pharmacy a locally owned pharmacy that's been in Oxford for over 40 years, as red and blue as the Rebels themselves. Cheney's Pharmacy offers prescription synchronization, immunizations, compounding, a two-lane drive-through and available hours that ensure your needs are met on your own time. Cheney's also accepts all third-party insurance. Cheney's Pharmacy provides the best customer service out there, hands down, it's not close. So give Cheney's a call, 662-234-7221. 
or go visit them at 501 Bramlett Boulevard. That's right off of University Avenue. They're open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sundays. You can visit them online at Cheney'sPharmacy.com. Make sure your pharmacy is one you can trust. Cheney's Pharmacy, much more than just a pharmacy. It's another Talk of Champions video podcast. He's Ty Fagan. Ty, I got to tell you something. All right. About to. All right. So many years back now, you were committed to Kermit at Middle Tennessee. Kermit had just gotten here. We were talking to him. He's like, look, I got one. I got another one that's on the hook. But then Ty goes to Georgia. What happened, Ty? What happened? Hey, man, it, was, it was just a combination of the things. And just okay. at that point in my life, I just felt like it was the right choice. You know, I was hoping for a more sexy answer, but okay, it's fine. It's fine. You're here now. You're here now. You had three years at Georgia, right? Why leave? Why, why did you decide that Ole Miss was the move you needed to make? Uh, okay, let's go back for the sexy answer. Oh, probably was the move I should have made initially, but uh, I just felt like my time there, I just had hit a cap who I could be as a player. Mm. I just felt like here coming play for God, Coach Davis and Case and the assistants and the guys that he got, I just felt like I could get to expand my game and show more and help, you know, just build to the culture what he was already building, you know what I'm saying? Because they did really good last year. I'm just hoping I can come in and add to that this year. I talked to you when you made the decision, and I kind of asked you this, but I'll ask it to you now again. You reached double, double figures 11 times, including a team high 19 points, nine for nine in the pavilion. Don't lie, okay? You're wanting to put on, right? You're wanting to show them. Right. I definitely did. I had, you know what I'm saying, grab their attention. I had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why did you think that Ole Miss could grow your game? Like, where did you want to grow more than anything else? Like, what did you identify as, okay, I'm capped here. This is where I need to get better, and they can help me get there. I mean, just overall, just my game on the court, what I was being able to present as far as at the University of Georgia. You know what I'm saying? It was great. I appreciate the opportunity there, but I felt like here – I could expand even more, you know what I'm saying, show more of my game that I was working on that I wasn't necessarily getting to show. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I also could expand in my leadership skills too because, like, I always I felt like I've been a leader. But mm-hmm. I felt like if I come here, you know what I'm saying, I really get to expand on the court and get to expand, like, as a leader, you know what I'm saying? So I just felt like this was the right choice. Has that happened for you so far? Because you've been on campus for a couple of months now. you got all the teammates with you. And y'all have gone through some stuff. Now y'all haven't gotten to go through the team activities, but individual skill instruction, stuff like that. But as far as your teammates, have you felt like you've taken on that leadership role in many ways? Because you are a I vet. Have. I yeah. have. I have, most definitely. And what I really what I really want to do is shout my team out because, honestly, as much as I've been able to, you know what I'm saying, help guys out, I've had, like, guys on the team like Rob, Jarkel, you know, AC, just numerous guys that even, like, even, like, GAs and managers just, other people that's imputing knowledge into me and helping me grow as a person too. So it's not just so much as me being a leader and just telling people or trying to help people. People have been helping me since I've been here too. So I'm appreciative of that. When Kermit talked to you about this opportunity, what kind of role did he envision for you? Um, actually, when he, when he called me, it wasn't even much. It was like, it wasn't even much of a discussion. Like it was already like a done deal. Like my mind was made up. No. I was just waiting on the call. So, like, when he, when I put my name in the transfer report, then he called. I was like, Coach, you know I'm coming. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even nothing to talk about. Like, I like I wasn't even taking other schools or nothing else serious. I was just waiting on Ole Miss. I was waiting on Coach Davis. So, when he called, 
you know, it's kind of it kind of was the same thing it was when he recruited me fresh out of high school. You know, just come in and be a leader. You know, you're gonna have a chance to earn you some great minutes and produce on the court. But you know, just come in, you know what I'm saying, and impact winning the way that you've been doing it. And that's just what I plan to do. Yeah, one thing I talked to you about before is expanding your game out to three more. It's not that you haven't been able to shoot from three or that you can't shoot from three. It's so much more the opportunity that you weren't given at Georgia. So knowing that the offense is going to be different, y'all are going to spread it out more, y'all are going to shoot and, and do all of those things. Is that kind of what you're talking about in terms of expanding your game out, the three-point shooting? Most definitely. Just getting to show the things that I didn't get to show um, uh, in my past school, like my ability to pass the ball, the ability to be able to shoot the three with confidence because Coach Davis, you know what I'm saying, put that into his players. You know what I'm saying? To shoot the ball with confidence and just play basketball the right way. I just feel like I'm going to get to show a lot more of me as a player. What have you seen? I don't want to say every single newcomer, but the other transfer guys, Jamin and Nasir, what have you seen from them in particular? What's been impressive to you about them? Um, the most impressive thing about Nasir to me is that he has an incredible motor to be a seven-footer. Like, we run ladders as a team for conditioning. He's never missed a time. I always see him in the gym early in the morning. Like when I come like 6, 7 a.m., we be in the gym early in the morning. He going to get his work then. He going to get work before practice. He going to get some work after practice. So his just constant motor, his constant motor and uh, workhorse mentality has just been impressive to me. And as far as Jamin, like his ability to like spread the floor for us, make shots, pass, willing to dive on the floor. Like he's always first on the floor when the ball is loose. You know, and just things like that. I just, I've been really impressed by those guys. What's the vibe, the chemistry been like with this team so far? It's been amazing. It's been amazing on and off the court. You know, we spend time together as a team off the court. Everyone loves each other, not just like each other, like everyone like genuinely loves each other. You know, so that makes it even fun. You know, so even more fun when you're on the court. So, you know, on the court, you know what I'm saying? We still got a lot of growing to do. We learning, you know, but. Early in the summer, I felt like we was having turnovers and things like that when we would play because we were still trying to figure each other out. And then, like, now it's becoming less and less turnovers and more and more assists. And, you know, the defensive chemistry is picking up. The offensive chemistry is picking up. And it's really it's really, it's really hitting a good pace. Like, it's, it's, it's on point. When you see Ole Miss fans and how they've responded to this football team, how they've shown up big, basketball season is just around the corner you got the jersey on now are you itching are you itching to get started yeah see there it is I really am I really am. I'm like I'm yeah. super excited to have like fans back in the stadium and I have been to a football game I've seen how like how they act I went to the opening it's amazing I actually played here like before COVID so I've seen how it really can get because, like, when we played them, we, we lost by, like, one. So it was a close game. I've seen the fans, you know what I'm saying, at their peak. You know what I'm saying? We just can't wait to take it up another notch this year. What is it going to take? What will it take for this team to be an NCAA tournament team? Since you're a vet, I'm not going to ask you, do you see an NCAA tournament team? What are the steps that have to, that have to be taken to get to that point, do you think? The same thing I feel like it takes for every team. You know, just complete togetherness. You know, you can say that, but it's one thing to be it. You know, it takes it takes like accountability, you know, because there's going to be times where I'm lacking and it's going to be someone like Jarkel to pick me up and vice versa for him. It's going to be times where our freshmen is going to be really good and they're going to be there's going to be times where they're going to be down. It's on guys that's been older and experienced, you know what I'm saying, to keep them, you know what I'm saying, to keep them level and to keep them going. So it's going to take every single one of us, you know, from players, to coaches, to GAs, like it's going to take an organization 
for us to make a great run to the dance and even just to make it like it's going to take everyone you know what i'm saying just buying in to the uh, process he's ty fagan you're the man thank you buddy i appreciate you uh, you the man it's another talk of champions video podcast i got james white almost freshman guard wing whatever you want to call you hey buddy what's up uh, i'm doing good i'm doing good how you doing i'm good man you've been settled in for a little bit now so uh yes, how's sir. it been uh, it's been smooth, not too bad. Um, been having a lot of fun out here, man. Dude, teammates and the team. It's been going pretty smooth. Before we started recording, I made mention of the fact that you look bigger. You look <laughs> bigger, man. What you been doing? Eating too much? What, what's going on? Man, eating a lot, you know, getting in the weight room. I'm in a lot of weight room, a lot of food, a lot of eating. So it's been pretty good to me. Have they told you, like, you can eat Chipotle or McDonald's? I mean, what, what can you eat? I mean – you can eat anything outside, like on the weekends, but they just try and make sure you eat as much stuff as you can. Uh, just make sure you try to eat the right food, and the right stuff in your body, drinking a lot of water, staying hydrated. It's got to be a really tough life for them to say, hey, James, go eat what you want, man. Go have whatever you want, right? So what's like the go-to meal? If you could just eat whatever you want, what, what are you going to go get? Outside? Of- yeah, just yeah, outside of here. I'm not talking about the nutritional stuff. No, come on now. And my people from back home see this, they're going to get mad at me, but – I'm going to have to say Chipotle. Chipotle. I love it. Chipotle right there on Jackson Avenue. I dig it. So for you, when you look around right now and you got all the talent around you and the new guys and everything like that, and you being one of them, what has been the first impression that you've gotten or what have been your impressions of this team as y'all have done some individual skill instruction and just getting out there on the court? What do you like about this group? Uh, I like this because I feel like we play together. Like we play together really well. I feel like we gel pretty quickly and I just feel like we getting everything pretty quick and fast. And I feel like, like we're going to be a really good team. I feel like us playing together is going to be a problem. What about the vibe and the chemistry? Has that come along pretty good? Yes, sir. Yeah, our vibe is crazy. Like, everybody's cool with each other. Like, there's no, like, problems or anything. Like, we, our chemistry is great. Like, we all play – I can probably play different teams together. Like, he splits it up. How we on different teams every day. So, it's been pretty good. What have you been working on in particular to get you to the place you want to be to once the season gets started, you, you'll kind of hit the ground running? What have you been working on? Uh, honestly, just putting that work, uh, the work nobody sees, just um, just the basically like stuff outside of practice, just doing stuff like that's not required for you. I feel like just putting that off season, that like that off from them scary hours where like people, the stuff that people don't see, I feel like that's going to separate you from a lot of people. Just uh, just working on all around game, getting better and stronger, just getting smarter, watching a lot of film. So it's being even better as all around player. I feel like that's going to really help. When Kermit and them are recruiting you, what did they talk about as far as the role they envisioned for you in year one? And have they continued to talk about that with you as far as what they want you to be able to do for them? Um, they just want me to come in and make an impact early. Uh, just be able to help the team in any, any way I can. I mean, I want to not just offense. I feel like I can impact the team, like, just all around, like, playing off the ball, playing defense, playing with my teammates. Just not just – because, you know, I came in as a scorer, but I don't want to just be known as that. I feel like I want to be known as an all-around player and just be able to do it all. What vet or vets have kind of taken you under the wing, right, and kind of brought you along, giving you some advice? Any guy in particular? Uh, I had to say uh, Jarkel Joyner, uh, Luis, and uh, Austin Crowley. Austin, AC. Yeah, I, I, see a lot of, I see a lot of Luis in you, man, because y'all got the same kind of body sure. type and, and y'all play that kind of similar position. So taking kind of his advice and listening to him, what has he been telling you as far as – because he made an impact in year one. So what has he said to sure. you about what to do and, uh, and how you get on the court? Yeah, he just been telling me just just keep working on my game, just keep watching a lot of film, and just really just playing on defense. And you know he's a really good defender, so he just been trying to teach me like just the defensive schemes, how to guard different situations, and just being a team player. He's saying just like 
you play a role, everything else will come. The ball will come to you, keep your eye out of the ball and just play you, do you, you're going to be good. When you were getting recruited, what made Ole Miss the right spot for you? Why did Ole Miss win out? Um, they just they just showed like a different kind of like interest, like call me all the time, every day on the phone, just telling me good things. Um, just let me know how it was going to be, telling me straight up, uh, make a cool relationship with me and my family. Um, just all the good things. Just I like the campus, like the team, the coaching staff. It was just I felt like it was a great situation for me, not too far from home. So I feel like it was a real good, real good situation. Well, now that you've been on campus for a couple of months, has it met your expectations of what you thought it would be? Yes, sir. Yeah, the campus is great. Uh, I like all the people around here. Food's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm having a fun time here. Well, when you see the fans and how they responded to football and knowing that basketball season is right around the corner, the pavilion will be filled up, how itching are you to get started here? Because, I mean, the practice part of it, this, this is the grind, man. So how excited are you just to get it started? Man, I'm excited, man. I, I mean, I know the fans are crazy. Uh, all the, like, the supporters, I know everybody, all the students, I know everybody can't wait to get out there and watch us play. But I can't wait. I can't wait to get out there on the court and just play in front of everybody. When you look around and you see all the talent that you're practicing with every day, do you see an NCAA tournament team? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I love Absolutely. the confidence. He's James White. Absolutely. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.